1075. Local news, talk, sports, and the hits of the 60s, 70s, and 80s. Kane 1075. Good evening and welcome to the CHS Coaches Show. I'm your host, Tony Landry. Of course, the CHS Coaches Show can be heard every Monday night from a little after 6 until about 6.45, and during, to the, uh, all during the football season. Uh, and then after the football season is over every other week, beginning in January till the end of the school year. Of course, the CHS Coaches Show is brought to you in part by Gulf America Wire Rope, Romero's Power Sports, Chester Wealth Management, The Landscape Ranch, Freeman's Furniture, Allstate Credit, R&R Glass, Hennigan Team Dentistry, the UPS Store, Catholic High School, Mustin Patu, Integrity Rentals, B&L Engine Repair, Gulf Marine, Action Specialties, HMC Farms, and the Senate Campaign, uh, Dr. Seth Rosenswig's Group, United Fire and Safety, Schwing Insurance, Stepco Products, Colder CPAs, HIS Fire and Safety, and Musso's Investment Group. We're here at the studios of Kane Radio, FM 1075 and AM 1240, here at 107 West Main Street in downtown New Iberia, right next to Victor's Cafeteria, which is closed. And you can listen to the CHS Coaches Show while it's streaming on the Internet at www.kane1240.com or sign up for the Simple Radio app and negotiate through the app and listen to Kane Radio. You can now listen to us on the FM band at 107.5. Also, if you have an Alexa, just say Alexa, play Kane 1240, and it will. Coach uh, Catholic High had a big win last Friday night against a uh, district foe in the Delcom Panthers. And, Coach, uh, to be very candid, uh, this was a very youthful Delcom team, and you were able to get many players, uh, younger players, that is, into the game after CHS built up a comfortable halftime lead of 34 to nothing. And can you give our listeners a little synopsis of the game last uh, Friday, Coach, and uh, what took place and how did things go? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, like you said, uh, Coach already has a really young team. I think they had, I think from what I remember, they had six seniors and three juniors on the team. And the rest, so that's, that's nine kids. So they had about probably about 30, um, 30 freshmen, sophomores, and a couple eighth graders on their roster. That's correct. Um, so, you know, I, I thought they played well. I thought they executed it as well as they could, um, being outmatched. You know, it, it is what it is. And, uh, you know, he had a really good team last year, uh, an old, a senior, really good senior class last year. So I'm sure that probably has something to do with why the, the junior and senior numbers are down. Um, but I'm sure Coach Ory is going to do a great job and get those guys ready in the next couple of years. And when those those freshmen and sophomores or juniors and seniors, I'm sure they'll be a you know a force to be reckoned with uh, and a really good team. Um, but as far as the game goes, we opened up you know defensively. We um, we got a quick three and out. Um, then they punted the ball away. Uh, our very first offensive play was a little bubble screen to um, to Jade Mitchell, which he took for 60 yards for a touchdown. That's, yep. Um, then once again, our defense got another three and out, I believe. And offensively, we kind of stumbled. We, we we got we got a three and out on offense, which you know, which which I felt like we we didn't do a great job executing. We um we got to a third and short, and then we had a false start, put us back to third and eight or nine. Then we had it ran a, a pass concept that that we had a wide open guy, and, and Luke Luke was a little bit off on the ball. Um, so you know, in my opinion, we should have picked it up, but it is what it is. And then we punted the ball away, and our defense just kept getting stop after stop after stop. I think our first our first team defense gave up maybe one first down um, in the first half when they were playing out there. Um, you know, offensively, the rest of the game we we, we moved the ball. We, we we did a really good job moving the ball. I think we punted one more time one late in the second half when when our backup guys were in. Um, but you know, our guys went out there, competed. You know, we challenged them to to respond from from the week before, not playing very well, and going out there against a team 
like we kind of mentioned, a, a little outmatched, um, a young team, and we needed to execute and we needed to take care of business and, and, and go out and win the way we were supposed to win, not keep it close, not keep them in the game for long, try to, try to you know, finish things off and, and get play until we pull the guys out and put the young guys in. Um, so I was really pleased with the way our guys came out. Um, you know, offensively, I, we a lot of different guys got, got to catch the ball. A lot of different guys got to run the ball. We only threw the ball, I think, 10, 10 or 11 times total. Luke was five for nine um, with 135 yards and three touchdowns. Um, and then Xander, uh, Xander LeBeau had one pass, which he threw a little bit high. was an incomplete. And Jake Wyman had one pass in the second half, which was a, a hitch that ended up going for 13 yards with by Grayson Vornado, um, a freshman. Uh, so, you know, I was very pleased with the way our guys played. Um, Javon Brown had a touchdown. Marcus Austin had a rushing touchdown. Um, Tylen Sun, who's a freshman, got a rushing touchdown. And Gunnar Buto, who's a sophomore, got a rushing touchdown. So a lot of guys a lot of guys got in there and, and got some, some, some positive yards and did some really good things. Um, Michael Hike actually had the most carries out of anyone on the team. He had 10 carries for 54 yards. He didn't get in the end zone, but, you know, he did a really good job blocking, running the ball, and things like that. Um, in the passing game, Jaden Mitchell had two receptions for 90 yards and two touchdowns. Um, Connor Segura had uh, one reception for 21 yards and a touchdown. Joe LeBlanc had one reception for 17 yards. Like I mentioned, Grayson Vornado had one for 13. And then Jake Wyman had one reception for seven yards. Um, so offensive, that's pretty much what we did uh, defensively. Like I said, I mean, our, our guys played lights out. I think, our, like I said, I think our defense gave up one first down um, against the ones. Um, and not just that, you know, we had we had ended up having about ended up having three turnovers. Thomas Boye and J.D. Hidalgo each had an interception. Um, Ian Bro had a punt block, and Gerard Shank recovered the fumble, the punt block. So you know that's a turnover right there. Chris Green almost had a punt block. He tipped it. He did. Yeah, yeah. we noticed that. So um, you know he didn't get it quite as good as he he could have, but uh, he tipped it away. So so you know a lot of different guys you know got got some positive stats, got some got their names you know announced and all that kind of stuff, which was exciting. Um, Joe LeBlanc had two punts each for 30 yards. Uh, Owen, Owen uh, Morris had a two-point conversion. Um, you know, we didn't ha- the snap wasn't great, didn't handle it well, ran it in, got a two-point conversion there. Um, so a lot of different things. Uh, but, you know, like I said, I, I felt like our guys played really well, um, did what they were supposed to do both offensively and defensively and special teams-wise. Um, so, you know, I was very pleased with, with the outcome of the game, with the way it went. Um, the way our guys played and the way they handled themselves. Yeah, and also I tell you what, that run by Sun, uh, we couldn't see it because on the far side of the field uh, towards the Delcom side of the field, and it, it looked like they'd brought him down. He just kept breaking tackles and uh, went on into the end zone too. Just an impressive run yeah, for I'll, a youngster. I'll say this: he, he's a physical player. Um, he's a physical kid. When he gets when he gets downhill, he's tough to bring down. Yeah, he just made an incredible run, breaking tackles. We thought he went down or would go down a couple of times, but just kept moving and powered through and uh, ran in on the fourth side of the end zone on the uh, northeast side. And uh, just a heck of a play by that young man. And uh, with that, uh, of course, Coach, uh, uh, with that uh, homecoming activities too uh, that night and uh, a lot going on at Catholic High all through the week, as you'd mentioned, where you are able to get in some of the uh, powder puff games, I call them, uh, with the girls and, uh, of course, with the rainy weather, I think, uh, during the week, I think Wednesday we had a pretty good shower. Yeah. I don't know if y'all were able to uh, compete. In yeah, last week was a long week. Um, it feels like it was about two or three weeks long um, with everything that was going on. But, no, we did end up getting the Powder Puff game in. Um, it was originally scheduled for Wednesday. Yes, yeah, so originally scheduled for Wednesday. Right. But with the rain coming, they pushed it back to Thursday. And, fortunately, we didn't get as much rain as we thought we were going to. So it was still pretty dry, and we had pretty good weather on Thursday. So the girls got to play. 
Um, I believe the juniors the juniors took the seniors down. I don't remember the exact score, but it was close. It was like twenty four to twenty or something like that. Um, but no, it, it was a good competitive game. The girls the girls got after it. They um, they competed. They 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 got a little physical at times. Um, we had to throw some flags. Uh, they didn't like that, but uh, you know that's part of it. They had a good time, and it was it was competitive. It was fun. I take it the coaching staff uh, were the referees in this game. Yes, yeah, so we were the referees, <laughs> and then the football players were the coaches. So they they did get a couple sideline warnings and things like that. Um, so they all had a good time. They all got into it, um, took it seriously, and but had fun with it. Yeah, I know they. Uh, it was a class of '73 celebrating their 50th anniversary of graduation, and uh, the young lady that uh, was a homecoming queen, I believe, Mara Vital was selected as the homecoming queen that night, and uh, uh, escorting last year's queen was uh, Errol Vavano of the class of 73. So uh, everything went pretty well. I can't remember uh, 8, 10, 12 young ladies uh, that were nominated and ex- on the court, and, of course, uh, only one will become the homecoming queen that night. So uh, pretty exciting night. Good crowd on hand, too. Even Delcom uh, supporting their team, even though they're still looking for a win during the course of the year. Uh, but what a great night. Good crowd, uh, a lot of excitement. And uh, I know they had a function uh, after the game, I think, in the uh, – uh, not the dish gym, but the, the Father Mod gym. gym. Yep. Yeah, so uh, with some entertainment and all uh, and, uh, uh, with that. So just a great week for Catholic High and uh, with that. So uh, everything went well. You came through the game, I'm pretty sure. I asked you off the air, uh, injuries uh, – I guess other than the regular bumps and bruises, uh, came through the the game pretty good good shape. Yeah, you know, like like you said, just some bumps and bruises here and there. A couple of um, old injuries, just kind of you know, kind of getting banged up and having to to, to deal with that week in week out. Um, but no, you know, overall we're 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 as healthy as we have been. Um, you know, obviously with Javon back a couple weeks ago, um, the only person really still out is, is Carson Carson um, Bruce Ord, who's who's done for the year. And uh, Jack Romero may be back this week. We're not sure, you know, as far as the concussions go. That could be a, a one-week thing or it could be a four- sure. or five-week thing. It, just, it all depends. But, but I did notice that uh, Carson Broussard did, uh, was a uh, game captain. Yep, he was one uh, of the captains night, this week. I saw him come out there on his crutches out to midfield uh, for the toss of the coin and all. And uh, good to see. Yep, absolutely. You know, keeping involved with the team and all, even though his injury is, is season-ending uh, back in uh, – a few weeks ago, but uh, good to see that uh, with the other team. Uh, I guess uh, uh, the other three young men that were captains of the team uh, that night. So, uh, well, you know, he, he's been a great teammate um, ever since it happened. You know, we we, we work out Monday mornings before school. Um, we have Saturday film sessions, workouts, and all that. And he's been at you know up until he had his surgery uh, a week and a half ago. He had been at every single one of those workouts every single Saturday morning. Um, even though knowing he's not going to be able to come back just to be part of the team, to support his teammates, to, you know, to be a part of it, um, which is really what's so special about high school football. You know, those guys are so close. Some of them, you know, I know when I was in high school, I don't know how many on the team now, but, you know, a lot of the guys I played with, we went to school together since fourth grade, some of us since kindergarten at St. Edwards. Um, so, you know, it, high school, the camaraderie is just it's so different than, than, you know, any. I can't, I can't say anything about NFL, but compared right. to college and all that kind of stuff, you know, it, it's just very different. Um, and that's what's so special about it. you know those guys. Those guys are more than just teammates. A lot of them are, are truly like brothers um, that have been going going to school together, playing together for so long. Yeah, that's that's really intricate. And uh, with that, uh, the Panthers a uh, big night uh, for Catholic High. And uh, anyway, I learned something that I didn't know. Uh, you know, we were waiting maybe uh, uh, for maybe a run of the clock later on during the uh, game, but uh, later on in the game, but uh, one of the clock operators turned to me uh, during one of our breaks and saying that. 
They, and I didn't know this, that uh, usually the running of the clock usually takes place when it's a 40. I don't know if it was 42 to nothing or a 42 uh, gap between the, the scores uh, before running time would take out. Is that something official with uh, uh, the LHS? Yeah, so that's a fairly new rule. I think that came in maybe a year or two ago. Um, anytime there's a 42-point point differential, it's going to be a running clock. Okay. Um, now, the two head coaches can can mutually agree upon a running clock before that. That's um, kind of a tough situation, though. Yeah, uh, you know, for me as a head coach, as a, as a coach, hopefully I'm always on the winning side, but I would never ask um, an opposing coach. You know, that, to me that's kind of a slap in the face. I um, agree. If they want to run it and they'd ask, I would absolutely be, be all right with it. But sure. I would never, you know, breach the subject, bring it up. Um, but I do think that's a good rule that the LHSA installed um, because, I mean – yeah, I, there's I, no point in anyone getting embarrassed. You know, not only that, but uh, injuries happen too in a yep. lot of those instances. And but like I mentioned earlier in the broadcast, uh, an opportunity to get some of the younger kids in the game to see the speed of the game. Uh, you know, as uh, younger p- kids come in to play, uh, the, the you, you can't practice speed. You know, you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. And that uh, it all comes into play with uh, some of these younger kids, freshmen, sophomores, juniors who are don't uh, usually play a lot uh we'll get some into the game it gives them some great experience too in that regard yeah and that's you know it's great for teams that that have some depth like us but you know there are some teams well, let's just throw out vc out there you know one of the, you know one of the best teams we played a really good team but they only have about 29 32 kids on their team so there's only so many people they can put in in games where they do have a blowout so you know that 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 in, in those situations it's nice to have that running clock because otherwise i mean there's not much they can do to not score points at times yeah i know and but again like i said it's you'd hate to see that running time because with the clock running that quick and you got 25 uh, seconds to snap the ball uh with that you know you maybe get off two plays in the minute and uh it goes pretty quickly and uh by the time uh that goes maybe your second teamers and uh kids that don't play much will only get in 10 12 15 plays you know just really not many plays at all to uh get acquainted with the game yeah i get that but you know like i said at the same time there's no point in anyone getting embarrassed um yes you know i mean i've seen scores throughout this year where teams scored 90 points yeah um you know that's not good for anybody no i agree with you and all but coach also uh were you able to host any jv or freshman games last week uh, uh i realized Duncan having the small squads they have were your some of your uh, underclassmen able to play some other games during the course of uh, homecoming week no we didn't have a jv game last week um you know it's just so much going on with homecoming um i knew delcom probably wouldn't better play but uh we that typically don't schedule a jv game that week just because there's so much going on um i do know that our middle school our seventh and eighth graders played at st michael's on tuesday and they won i'm not sure the final score um and our fifth and sixth graders were supposed to play vc on wednesday but that got Called called due to the rain. And when you say St. Michael's, that's the Notre Dame. Uh, that is uh, a Notre school. Dame feeder. Yep, uh, St. Michael's. I, and believe Crowley. it or not, when I was in school, Notre Dame was called St. Michael's, and and I I think they uh, consolidated a lot of schools. Is that their only feeder school uh, for Notre Dame? Do you no, know? they have Rain Catholic too, which is in okay. Rain. All um, right. I think there might be one one or two more small schools, but but okay. I know those are the two main ones. Okay, so uh, of course uh, the feeder school for Catholic High is still St. Edwards. Is that correct? There's no other feeder school for Catholic High in the vicinity no, of the No, I don't think so. We used to have St. Jill, and we used to have um, – Mercy, huh? With Mercy was a feeder school at St. Martinville, Trinity, possibly? Trinity Catholic. Okay, Trinity. Maybe yep. that's what we I'm We used to have of. those two, but both those schools are shut, uh, don't exist anymore. So, so no, yep. So St. Edward's is really and truly our only feeder school besides – 
besides ourselves okay. from middle school to high school. All right. Well, Coach, uh, it's time to take our first break. And, of course, you got a big game. you got a short week of practice. You take on the Franklin Hornets, who uh, is a really uh, good football team, have a lot of size and speed. And uh, uh, we'll talk about that when we come back. You're listening to the CHS Coaches Show here on Kane Radio, FM 107.5 and AM 1240. We'll be back with more right after this. Catholic High School is dedicated to the development of 4th through 12th grade students through academic excellence and Christ-centered values rooted in caring discipline, compassion, and zeal. CHS offers a variety of classes to serve all students, including band, photography, dual enrollment college credit courses, as well as 14 sports for male and female students. Call us today for your personal tour and visit www.chspanthers.com for more details. Hi, I'm Corey Ebert, co-owner of R&R Glassworks. We specialize in auto and truck glass repair and replacement, window motors and frameless shower doors. We also handle plexiglass and storefront repair and replacement. Give us a call at 365-9311 or come by and see us at 1006D 20 Orpit Road in New Iberia. So for all your glass needs, remember R&R Glassworks. Thank you and God bless. This ranch is not about cattle or animals. We're talking about plants and much, much more. That's the Landscape Ranch right here in New Iberia. You can find all sorts of plants such as annuals, palm trees, and container trees, as well as a variety of chemicals and fertilizers to keep them healthy. Locally owned, they provide bulk materials such as sand, soil, limestone, rock, and they'll deliver right to your doorstep. While you're there, you can visit their lobby. You'll find gifts provided by local artists. The Landscape Ranch, located where Jefferson Terrace meets Main Street. Times are tough right now for small businesses but as a small business owner you're pretty tough too in case you needed a reminder you started your own business and while there's certainly more challenges ahead the ups store is always here to help should your small business need any ing we're ready with every ing printing mailboxing notarizing whatever ing we can do the ups store every ing for small business all in one place the ups store the ups store franchise locations are independently owned and operated services pricing and hours may vary see center for details bnl engine service is in need of two diesel technicians who are experienced in repairing and servicing 18 wheelers you must have your own tools transportation and a clean driving record pay is dependent upon experience benefits include employee health care holiday pay and vacation pay call 337-365-2111 for more information once again call 337-365-2111 Local news, talk, sports, and the hits of the 60s, 70s, and 80s. Kane 107.5. Welcome back to the CHS Coaches Show. I'm your host, Tony Landry, along with uh, head football coach uh, Matt Desimo. And coach, uh, of course, the Franklin Hornets come to town uh, to take on the Panthers uh, and a Thursday night ball game, too. Is that your Thursday night designated game, so to speak, uh, through the course of the year? Uh, you know, they usually ask schools to play one uh, Thursday night game. Yeah, they always ask you to play at least one. Um, the, the officials changed this one for us because uh, we didn't have anything designated from the previous, you know, previous contracts and all that. Um, so <clears throat> I guess it was, I guess it was July, somewhere okay. in July. Uh, the officials send out the, the official schedule and, and show whose games got changed and got moved to Thursdays. Um, they always give you the option to go with a different association and play on Friday. But 
you know, I, I feel like that's not a, a good choice because, you know, if we go with, let's just say, Lake Charles Association, they're not going to send us any of their best guys. They're going to send us the, the very last crew. I understand um, So, you know, I, I don't have a problem with it. It ends up being nice for our kids. They get a weekend off, um, you know, after the game. But, but it does change things up. It, it kind of speeds everything up. It kind of um, puts you in crunch time as a coach. You know, I hate Sunday practices, but it is what it is. You got to sure. do what you got to do. Yeah. Uh, with that, of course, uh, the Franklin Hornets uh, played last week in Lauraville, came out on the short end of a 32-28 to 28 score. But that game was back and forth, and uh, the Hornets had a lead at uh, so pretty much through the course of the game, too. And uh, always just a talented team uh, uh, with some size and some speed and going to run at you. Uh, uh, they're pretty much uh, a ground-oriented team, or they put the ball up much. Oh, they like to throw the ball too. Um, they, they're, I'm not sure the exact breakdown, but they're pretty, pretty, pretty balanced um, as far as run pass goes. Um, there are a lot of ten personnel, one back, four wide receivers. Um, but no, they they they're 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 scary. Um, they got some big guys up front. Probably not quite as big as they have been in the past, um, but they're still they're still big. Um, I would say they're just guessing, looking at film. Probably averaging 240, 250 up front. There's some big, high yeah. There's some big boys, um, and they're they're very athletic. Um, you know, on the outside, they're receivers, they're quarterback, they're running backs. They have two two different running backs. Uh, we were kind of laughing, you know, as a coaching staff, they kind of have a, a Javon and a Marcus, kind of like us, okay. a, a big a big a bigger bruiser, and then a smaller, um, you know, kind of shaky shaky kind of player like we do. So it's kind of funny. Um, I don't think I don't think they're either. Their guys are quite as tall as ours, um, but. You know, I think Javon, the, the, their big guy's a little bit smaller than Javon, shorter at least, and their little guys might be even smaller than Marcus. Um, but it's kind of funny. They're, they're kind of similar uh, runners to the two guys that we have. Yeah, and uh, with that, Coach, uh, of course, uh, like you said, uh, they're going to spread it out and try to find the gaps too. So uh, I'm sure your defense has to maintain their, uh, their uh, I guess, uh, in line with their gaps and uh, also their responsibilities uh, and uh, speed's an important aspect, you know, and they have some of it too. Yeah, absolutely. Got to be gap sound, um, you know, you know, tech, uh, responsibility sound. Um, know who has quarterback. Know who has dive back for for options for zone reads and things like that. Um, but we'll just play play a good game, fly to the ball, make plays, make tackles. Yeah, I think last year, if my memory serves me collect, uh, correct, uh, it seemed like Catholic High had a lead in that game, and uh, a couple of turnovers late in the game uh, gave the opportunity to. Franklin uh, over in Franklin last year I think to uh, pull out a late win too against Catholic High yeah yeah that, that was a uh, not a very good finish to the game yeah uh, just uh, hard to see well defensively coach uh, of course you uh, you're your offensive coordinator what will they throw at you defensively um, they're going to mostly be a, a five two cover zero five down linemen two linebackers in the box and just line up over your receivers and and cover them uh, play man against them um, so you know it, it creates some problems inside the box having a seven-man box um, protection wise you know run game stuff uh, but you know it does give you some opportunities in the past game you know all you gotta do is beat one guy and, and, and you're pretty much gone so so you know it's it's kind of a um you know feast or famine type defense uh, i hear you too um, of course and uh, they're gonna i guess with seven men in the box and maybe even bringing up a safety the, they're gonna dare you throw the football too in that regard you yeah. know, to see how you're going to react to uh, seven, eight men in the box, too. Yeah, I mean, you know, you, you can't block everybody, um, no matter pretty much whatever personnel you're in. Um, but, you know, like I said, it, it gives you some chances to, to get some big plays, some big shots. Um, you know, they play pretty good defensively. They're, they're pretty good cornerback cover guys in the secondary, cornerbacks and safeties. Um, they're big in the middle on the D-line. You know, their nose guard and their 2D tackles are, are some big boys. 
Um, one of their linebackers is a pretty big guy too, and the other one's a little bit smaller. Um, but they play physically, play downhill, and you know we'll have to play a really good game to come out on top of this one. Yeah, just uh, of course it's important. Uh, I'm trying to recall. Uh, I want to say last Friday night, uh, no turnovers by the Panthers. Uh, am I correct in that regard? That is correct. Hopefully, yeah. we can keep keep that um, keep yeah, that going. From, yeah, from four the previous week, and uh, with that, of course, it's always important, you know, to maintain that positive edge, you know, in the turnover margin. And uh, with that, do they have any tendencies? Do you see on film to turn the ball over some? Um, they do. They don't. You know, their running backs don't have the greatest ball security all the time. They kind of kind of swing it. Um, so you know, we have some chance to force some some turnovers there. Um, their quarterback likes to throw the ball in pass game. You know, he doesn't like to run as much, and he, he'll throw it up sometimes. So, so we have to capitalize on their mistakes. Um, you know, if, if the ball go, is in our hands, we gotta we got to finish the interception, catch the ball, and, and get something out of it. Um, you know, we can't just knock the ball down and drop it. we got to better capitalize on those mistakes that they make. Yeah, and also, of course, with special teams, uh, how are they? Do they um, – over the years, I can remember, they didn't have a kicker for a while, and uh, I don't know if they have a kicker now or anything and, uh, or a decent punter. But uh, special teams is a big part of the game now. Uh, with uh, a good special teams, uh, you can, as you've mentioned, Catholic High had a block uh, and also a tip uh, with that on a punt. And uh, it's so important, special teams, uh, getting good field position on kick returns and punt returns, uh, which uh, works hand-in-hand hand trying to give you great field position during the course of the night. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there's three phases of the game, offense, defense, special teams. A lot of people overlook it. But, uh, you know, I mean, if you look at the total number of snaps, special teams gets just pretty much just as many as offense and defense. Um, you know, as far as they, they go, they, they go for two a lot. I don't know if it's because they don't trust the kickers they have or, or what the deal is, but, um, but they're, they, they're going to go for two-point conversions almost every single time. I guess they feel like they have as good of a chance to get 50% of their two-point conversions as, as making their PATs. Um, they have a couple different guys that punt, a couple different guys that kick. So, so you know, they, 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 they do a decent job. Um, you know, hopefully we can get the edge in the special team game. Hopefully we can make some plays like, you know, a, a punt block or two would be phenomenal. Um, you know, as far as, as far as, um, energy goes, as far as momentum goes, that'd be, that'd be huge for us. Uh, but you know, we just got a better, we got to better execute and do, do our job every single play, whether it's offense, defense, or special teams. Yeah, and your special teams have played pretty well this year, if my memory serves me correctly. They haven't put you in any, uh, uncomfortable, uh, positions, but, uh, it's always important, man, to get the, uh, I always see, I watch some other games, whether it be professional or college, and I see these high kickoffs and these kids fin- uh, catch the ball at the one or two yard line and uh, when easily get, call a fair catch and have the ball put out at 25. And, uh, and of course, in high school football, uh, you can't return the ball out of the end yeah. zone or, or even return a punt out of the end zone nope, or a kickoff. If out anything of the goes end in the end zone, as a touchback in yeah, high school. That's right. You can't come out. Well, so that, that makes it easier in that aspect. Yeah, that's right. And it's also, you know, that's where a lot of injuries occur, too, on the punting game and the kickoff game uh, yep. in that regard. So, uh, anyway, Coach, uh, just important uh, game Thursday night, short week of practice. And, uh, of course, as you mentioned, you started your game week Sunday and practice, you said, went pretty good today, too. Yep. So, you know, we're already, for us, as far as we go, we're already on, on Wednesday practice tomorrow. Um, you know, so it's our last padded practice right before right before we go into our run-through, walk-through Thursday practice. Um, so, you know, it is a little bit different. It, it messes messes me up as an educator. Um, my days are always screwed up, especially this year, uh, since we're on fall break today. So okay. tomorrow's going to feel like a Monday going to school, but it's really a Wednesday as far as practice goes, but it's really a Tuesday. Um, so I know I know I'll be all over the place. Uh, I'm sure the coaches will be too. I'm sure the kids the kids will probably handle a little bit better than we will. But yeah, I hear you. And uh, the weather's at least turned nice now too. So uh, 
practice is not too bad uh, with that, with perspiration and breaks and all. So uh, you can probably go a little bit longer without having. And I notice this is, for me, calling this game this past week was the first week there weren't any hydration periods. I don't know if that happened maybe the week before uh, in your game against Ascension uh, or not. No, there were there shouldn't have been any against Ascension either because um, once you get into October, they quit having the hydration um, breaks. And I believe that was an October game. Okay, it was. Yeah, and, uh, so. With that, of course, uh, big game uh, uh, Thursday night, folks. Uh, anything people need to know? Uh, anything with the change of uh, the gates open or anything of that nature? Uh, no, it is it is senior night, um, so we will honor our senior football players and trainers pregame, and we'll honor our dance team, cheerleaders, cross country, and I don't think I'm missing anything else at halftime. Okay. So. Uh, big night for the Panthers against the Franklin Hornets, a uh, longtime rival with Catholic High, too, uh, in that regard, even though a few years ago, I think they were even in 3A, it might have been even in 4A when you might have been in school uh, back in the day. But, uh, of course, the opening of uh, the West St. Mary uh, 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 school uh, took probably a lot of students away from uh, Franklin High School. Yeah, so they were 4A at one time, which was the biggest classification at that time. Uh, when I was in high school, they were always 3A, though. Okay. Because um, my, I guess my eighth grade, seventh grade year was West St. Mary's first year playing LHSA. Okay. So the whole time I was in high school, West St. Mary existed. Okay. And uh, of course, they draw uh, some of the fine football players from Franklin uh, uh, to West St. Mary. Anyway, Coach, uh, just about t- time to take our second break. Or we'll come back and talk about other sports or, uh, out of Catholic High and what's taking place and also. Uh, they had a big announcement after the game, I think, in the uh, Father Mike gym afterwards. Uh, you might have some information on that. Anyway, you're listening to the CHS Coaches Show here on Kane Radio, FM 107.5 and AM 1240. We'll be back with more right after this. The tradition continues. Hi, I'm Donald Hennigan with Hennigan Team Dentistry. I, along with my entire team, have served Iberia Parish and the surrounding communities for the past 39 years. I'm happy to announce that my daughter, Dr. Abigail Hennigan Daly, has just recently joined us as a dental associate. Together, we commit to offering the best possible dental care in a relationship of trust and confidence. Call our office today at 364-2156 and allow us to change the way you feel about dentistry. Go Panthers! Looking for a quick and easy no-hassle loan? Look no longer and go visit Sherlow or Ruby at Allstate Credit. The good folks at Allstate Credit are willing to help you with a small loan. They will treat you as a special and personable customer because they've been serving New Iberia for almost a half a century. So stress no longer. Come visit Sherlow or Ruby at Allstate Credit at 1112 Center Street or call them at 364-4538. Allstate Credit all the time. From the Kawasaki Ninja Sports Bikes to the Kawasaki Jet Ski Watercraft, Kawasaki and Romero Power Sports makes it easier than ever to put yourself on your dream machine. Right now, Romero Power Sports and Kawasaki are offering their lowest payments of the year on all Kawasaki vehicles. Choose from the great lineup of Kawasaki motorcycles, ATVs, watercraft mule utility vehicles, and the Terex lineup of SUVs. Whatever you need, Romero Power Sports and Kawasaki offer great prices, financing, and the famous Romero service after the sale. Kawasaki and Romero's Power Sports. Let the good times roll at 900 South Lewis Street in New Iberia. Hi, I'm Tony Landry for Gulf America Wire Rope in Catholic High School. And at Gulf America Wire Rope is an all-field service company which is dedicated to speedy customer service and technical leadership. Gulf America Wire Rope is owned and operated by brothers Jed and Drew LeBlanc, both CHS graduates. Their knowledge and leadership skills were obtained through CHS has brought them success in the business world. Go visit Jed and Drew at their Broussard location, and they're always ready to talk CHS sports. And remember, go Big Red. 
Local news, talk, sports, and the hits of the 60s, 70s, and 80s. Kane 107.5. Welcome back to the CHS Coaches Show here on Kane Radio, FM 107.5 and AM 1240. And with that, Coach, uh, I know uh, some other activities in uh, sports going on at Catholic. I don't know if you have uh, some updates on that for us. Yeah, uh, before we jump to other sports, uh, we do have a JV game tomorrow at Birchman's Acad- uh, against Birchman's Academy at Clark Field at 6 p.m. Um, like I said earlier, the JV didn't play this past week, so right now our JV team sitting at 5-1 and one, uh, overall record. Um, we also have our middle schools playing St. Pius on Wednesday um, at home. 5th and 6th grade and 7th and 8th grade both play Wednesday at home against St. Pius, um, which both of them are still undefeated in league play. Um, so a, look, a lot to look forward to with yep. some future Panthers. So Absolutely. Coach. Absolutely. Um, jump into volleyball right now. Our, our girls are 27-8 overall. Um, they had two games last week. They beat Abbeville in three games, and they beat Beauchene in four games last week. Uh, this week they have two games that I know of. Um, they played against Notre Dame on Wednesday at home, and then they play at Abbeville on Thursday, which Abbeville is a district team. So uh, volleyball, uh, from what I can recall, uh, pretty uh, on a little winning streak right now. Two of uh, 89 games, it looks like. So uh, Coach Gary Westcott's got the girls going, looks like, doing pretty well. Yep, and uh, unofficial PowerPoints looking at gopreps.com. They have our girls seated at six right now. Um, and that, that is a 32-team bracket, the volleyball bracket, because they're broken into, I think, four or five divisions. So so all, so there are 32 teams that make it, so that means sixth place would play, what, 26 or 27, somewhere around there Yeah, and, uh, in the first would, round. And it would be a, a home match, too. Is it, it would be a home match, yep. So the opportunity maybe for a couple of home matches, There's a good too. chance there would be two home matches. I'm pretty sure the third round, the quarterfinals, is in the state, the state tournament. So. Yeah, and that's usually the last state teams, if my memory serves me correctly. I think it's the quarters, so I think it's before i think it's 16 okay i'm not right. positive i'm okay. not 100 same here sure. i'm just taking it, it, a guess. it might it might be eight there's no buys though is that correct there's no buys in, okay. in the volleyball bracket okay anyway but uh doing pretty well i uh, don't know if you have any other updates and some other yeah, the quarters, uh, quarters would be eight you're right quarters would be eight okay so all right um uh and as that, is that going to be at the pontchartrain center or is that going to be in lafayette again? i don't know i think I really it was in know. lafayette last it was year. last year um I think it was the year before, maybe. It was one year because of hurricanes. And I want to say the girls did go to Pontchartrain Center one year. Of course, Catholic High did win a state championship back in, oh, I want to say 2010, 2011, somewhere in there. They won a state championship in volleyball. 2010. Okay, because they also won the softball. Softball, that was 2011. And the the girls almost won a soccer state championship. They lost in the championship game in that class. And a a lot of those girls played all three of those sports. That's right. That Um, is correct. Uh, but cross country had a meet this past weekend at Acadiana Park. It was the Iberia Parish meet, and they have their district meet a week from today at Eagle Ridge. Um, so that's on the 23rd of October. And so that's Eagle coming Ridge up. Eagle Ridge is the golf course. Out it in is a Cade. golf course. Yep, I wasn't sure where it was. But yeah, I know it's a golf that is course. the golf course on Cade. That's correct. Yep. So that's their district meet. So they're starting to wrap up their season. Um, they'll have district, then regionals, then state, I believe. So. Um, and then swimming competes again next week on the 24th, next Tuesday at the Robichaux Center. I'm pretty sure they're starting to get to the end of their season, too. Um, I'm not sure exactly what their end-of-year tournament type stuff looks like, but, uh, but um, I know they have one that's qualified for state by time. Uh, I'm not sure if anyone else has. I haven't talked to Coach Mr. Maria Stegall since, uh, since, I guess, early All last right. week. 
in basketball and baseball, are they fall drills for uh, baseball, and does basketball cranking it up already for practice? Well, baseball is doing out-of-season out strength and conditioning. Okay. Um, I don't think they've really gotten into any baseball stuff. All right. But um, basketball and soccer started practicing officially, I think, two Mondays ago, so not last week, but the week before that. Um, and both of them, their official first playing date is November is November 13th I looked that up before this one so okay. so they still have a little bit a little bit less than a month to go before they can officially play okay um, but they've been practicing for like I said the past two weeks um getting ready for their seasons both boys and girls basketball and both boys and girls soccer so so it's getting close getting close to those winter sports fall sports starting to get kind of towards that that wrapping up point um so so a lot of things happening right now um powerlifting's about to get started too which is a winter sport um indoor track and field uh, which is Coach Brew. I'm not sure how many kids that she she has planned to to do indoor track and field. Um, All right, but but no, yep. So we're starting to kind of transition from those fall to those winter sports, and and you know it should be should be another good season for for Catholic High. All right, and with that, Coach, don't know if you were able to procure the uh, uh, the Dancing with the Stars. I think was announced uh, the couples uh, after the uh, football game over in the Father Mart gym. And I don't know if you've procured uh, those names and made a shout-out over the air. Yeah, real quick, um, I'll go through them because I do have a couple more things to talk about before we run out of time. All right. Um, our first couple was Brody Hewlett and Nancy Segura. Second couple, Coach Trey Provo and Keisha Bennett. Third, Catherine Picard boulet and Cody Mullen, who's also a fifth and sixth grade football coach, Cody Mullen. All right. Um, Kelsey Vornado and John Segura. Catherine Gonsolin and Jack Germany. Meredith Musso and Logan Bro. Meredith is a a, a uh, volleyball assistant volleyball coach, and she teaches in our middle school. All right. Um, and then Peter Laparus and Lauren Frederick Borbelich. Um, I graduated with Peter Laparus in 2006, so right. so it's one of my classmates. Okay. Um, so they announced that on on Friday night after the game. Um, this coming week, we do have you know, like I said, we have seniors senior night on Thursday. All right. Um, we're also having a fall festival with trunk or treat for the pre-game um, I think that starts around 5:30. Um, all our clubs are putting on tr- have trunk or treats in there and that the different club uh, organizations have that all right um, for the you know the young Panthers it's also open to all of New Iberia and surrounding communities um, if any of the St. Edwards students come with their spirit shirt or a future Panther shirt they can get into the game for free after the uh, trunk or treat okay um, our mass this week is going to be on Friday for if anyone that wants to come to mass it's normally on Thursdays they moved it to Friday uh, this week and then also we still have our golf tournament coming up this weekend. Oh yes, um, with the 1 p.m. shotgun start, we're still looking for teams for golfers. If anyone just there's still some openings, um, sponsorships. Um, this will benefit all the football teams from fifth grade through varsity. Um, there's also going to be a putting contest prior to the to the um, shotgun start. Mm-hmm. Um, we're also going to have a tailgate party after with a silent auction, a DJ, and a wine and whiskey pool for anyone that wants to come and hang out after the tournament. Um, they will be playing the LSU and UL games and all that kind of stuff that's still going on. Okay. Well, Coach, uh, a lot going on again at Catholic High. And, of course, as always, the CHS Coaches Show was brought to you in part by Gulf America Wire Rope, Romero's Power Sports, Celestial Wealth Management, the Landscape Ranch, Freeman's Furniture, Allstate Credit, R&R Glass, Hennigan Team Dentistry, the UPS Store, Catholic High School, Mussimpatu, Integrity Rentals, B&L Engine Repair, Gulf Marine, Action Specialties, HMC Farms and Senate Campaign, Dr. Rosenswig's Group, United Fire and Safety, Swing Insurance, Stepco Products, Colder CPAs, HIS Fire and Safety, and Musso's Investment Group. And with that, we'll say good night and God bless.
BNL Engine Service is in need of two diesel technicians who are experienced in repairing and servicing 18-wheelers. You must have your own tools, transportation, and a clean driving record. Pay is dependent upon experience. Benefits include employee health care, holiday pay, and vacation pay. Call 337-365-2111 for more information. Once again, call 337-365-2111. At Cesta Wealth, our goal is simple. We want to help you define, reach, and exceed your financial goals. Using our processes, we prepare clients for both the expected and unexpected life brings us. No one can predict the future, but we can certainly help prepare for it at Cesta Wealth. For all that we expect in life and what we don't expect in life, we strive to prepare clients for all life has to offer. So for all life has to offer, contact Bert Sestia and Jenny Vizay at Cesta Wealth. Securities offered through Triad Advisors, LLC, member of FINRA, SIPC, investment advice offered through GWM Advisors. A registered investment advisor. GWM Advisors and Sestia Wealth are separate entities from Triad Advisors LLC. Catholic High School is dedicated to the development of 4th through 12th grade students through academic excellence and Christ centered values rooted in caring discipline, compassion, and zeal. CHS offers a variety of classes to serve all students, including band, photography, dual enrollment college credit courses, as well as 14 sports for male and female students. Call us today for your personal tour and visit www.chspanthers.com for more details. Still Louisiana's own, Kane 107.5. 